0: This program is brought to you by Bible Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today in episode 105 is going to be from Romans chapter 6 and verse 17. There is a form or pattern to being saved and living a godly life. Romans chapter 6 and verse 17 reads, But God be thanked that though you were slaves of sin, yet you obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine to which you were delivered. In Romans chapter 6 and verse 17 here, there is a form to how we are saved. Now the form that is being talked about here is specifically talking about baptism back up in Romans chapter 6 verses 1 through 7. But the form is true throughout the entirety of our Christian living. There is a form to living godly. But God, be thanked that though you were slaves of sin, yet you obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine to which you were delivered. We have to live the way that God wants us to live, and He has given us a form or a pattern to follow in the Scriptures. In 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17, it says, All Scripture is given by inspiration of God, and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped unto all good work. There is a form to living godly. In 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 and 17, that form that we are given is the Scriptures. All Scripture is profitable. For doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped unto all good work. God laid out in the scriptures the form for how we are to live. And he said the word of God is that form. In John chapter 17 and verse 17, it says, Sanctify them by thy truth. Thy word is truth. Truth is the form by which we live by today. It is how we are to live. It is how we are to mold and shape our lives in order to grow as a Christian. If you're laying cement, you make out a form so the cement fits a certain pattern and doesn't just go wherever it wants to go. And that's what God's word is for us today. It is that form by which we mold our lives so that we don't just go in every different, different direction or blown with the wind. In Deuteronomy chapter 4 and verse 1, Moses told the Israelites this, Now, O Israel, listen to the statutes and the judgments which I teach you to observe, that you may live and go in and possess the land which the Lord your... God of your fathers is giving you. You shall not add to the word which I command you, nor take from it, that you may keep the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you. Notice that Moses gives Israel a form to live by. In Deuteronomy chapter 4 and verse 1, it says, Now, O Israel, listen to the statutes and judgments which I teach you to observe. In other words, stay within the pattern or form there is a form or pattern to being saved and living a godly life and moses tells the children of israel what that form is it is the statutes and judgments which he taught that you may live and go in and possess the land which the lord god of your fathers is giving you verse 2 lays even more foundation for this pattern idea you shall not add to the word which i command you nor take from it, that you may keep the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you. You shall not add to the word. The word is the pattern or the form, and we cannot add to it. We can't flow over the edges of it and be right with God. We have to stay within that pattern or that form that he has laid for us. You shall not add to the word, which I command you, nor take from it, that you may keep the commandments of the Lord your God, which I am commanding you. There is a form or a pattern to being saved and living a godly life. In Psalm chapter 119 and verse 106, it says, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. We see the form here as well. God's word is a lamp to my feet. It's the form by which I need to walk. It shows me the path. It keeps me going in the right direction and a light to my path. It lights it up. It shows me what the form is so that I can stay within it and not go over top of it. In Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 and 14, this idea is brought forth into the New Testament. Enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And there are many who go in by it, because narrow is the gate, or difficult is the way which leads to life, and there are few who find it. A doorway is framed, it's formed, and so that a door will fit within it, and you open it, and you close it, and you can go in and out of it. It's the same way with a gate. Enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction. You see, there's a form over this gate, and it's a narrow one. God's Word is a narrow gate. It's not a broad gate that allows us to do whatever we want. It is a form by which we have to mold ourselves to go through it. If we want to go into the broad gate, we can go and do whatever we want because there's really no form to the broad gate. Whatever is not godly goes through the broad gate. And so we see this pattern or this form that God has laid down for us. There is a form or a pattern to being saved and living a godly life. In Matthew chapter 10 and verse 25, it says, It is enough for a disciple that he be like his teacher and a servant like his master. If they have called the master of the house Beelzebub, how much more will they call those of his household? Notice the form or pattern here as well. Jesus is enough for a disciple that he be like his teacher. There's the pattern. There's the form. We are to mold ourselves like Christ. In Philippians chapter 2 and verse 5 it says, let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus. There's our pattern. There's the form by which we are to mold ourselves. We are the cement poured into the form Christ and we are to be like him. In John chapter 6 and verse 35, it says, And Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger, and he who believes in me shall never thirst. There's the form again. He says, I am the bread of life. Be like me. Come and eat from the bread that I am showing you how to live. And if you do this, you will never hunger and you will never thirst. There is a form or pattern to being saved and living a godly life. We have to form ourselves after what Jesus has taught. We have to form ourselves into being like Jesus. In John chapter 8 and verse 12, then Jesus spoke to them again saying, "I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have life, light of life." Notice the form or pattern here as well. He says, "I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life." There is a form or a pattern to being saved and living a godly life. And that form in John chapter 8 and verse 12 is Jesus. In John chapter 1 and verse 1 it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. And so we see the form being Jesus is the Word of God. If we follow the Word of God, then we are going to form ourselves to what Christ did and how Christ acted. And we're going to do that. And so there is a form or pattern to being saved and living a godly life. We can't just live however we want to live. We can't just do however, whatever we want to do. In Colossians chapter 3 and verse 17, it says, And whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord, giving thanks to God the Father through him. There again, we see the form or the pattern to which we are to live. Whatever we do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord. There's the pattern that we are to fit ourselves into, the form that we are to show that we fit in. Whatever we do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. In John chapter 14 and verse 1, I'm sorry, John chapter 14 and verse 6, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through me. And so we see again that Jesus is the form and that we are to fit through him. The only way that we go get to the Father is to go through Jesus. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. There's three forms that fit into one, Christ. He's the way, if you're gonna to go to a certain place, you have to walk down the right path. If you're not walking down the right path, then you're not gonna to get to the place that you want to go. Jesus is the way. He's the form by which we follow to get to the Father. He is the truth. The truth will set us free, according to John chapter eight and verse thirty two, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. In John chapter seventeen and verse seventeen, Jesus says, Sanctify them by thy truth. Thy word is truth. So we are to be formed to the truth. And he is the life. He is the way that we should live. He is the example for how we should live our life. And no one comes unto the Father except through me. In Romans chapter 6 and verse 17 it says, But God be thanked that though you were slaves of sin, yet you obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine to which you were delivered. In Mark chapter 16 verses 15 and 16 he gives us the form. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be condemned. There's the form. That is what we are to, to do. He that believes and is baptized shall be saved. He gives us the pattern that leads to salvation. There is a form or pattern to being saved and godly living. In Romans chapter 12 and verse 1, it says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. There is a form or pattern to being saved and living a godly life. And the form here says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. And notice the next words here. Holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. The form is that when we present ourselves as a living sacrifice, we become holy and acceptable to God. Why? Because we wash away our sins in the watery grave of baptism. And... Galatians chapter 2 and verse 20 Paul said I've been crucified with Christ nevertheless I live yea not I but Christ lives in me and the life I now live in the flesh I live by faith in the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me You see there's the pattern that we are to follow there's the form that we are to follow the same thing that Christ did he died on the cross and Paul said I've been crucified with Christ I offered myself as a living sacrifice In Romans chapter 6, it says that when we are baptized, we die and a new man is raised out of the grave. And so we see the form that God is talking about there in offering ourselves as a living sacrifice. And this is holy and acceptable to God. Anything else, any other form would not be holy and acceptable to God. And then verse 2, it says, and do not be conformed to this world. Do not form yourself or pattern yourself after this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Remember what mind we are to have in us? Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, Philippians chapter 2 and verse 5. And so we are to be transformed by renewing our mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. The will of God is the form or the pattern. It's what Jesus taught us. It's who Jesus is. He always did those things that were right with God. In John chapter 8 and verse 29. And so he formed himself after the Father. We are to form ourselves after him that we prove was that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Then in Galatians chapter 2 and verse 20, again, the verse that we just read, I've been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. There is a form or a pattern to being saved and living a godly life. And the form here is being crucified like Christ. It's no longer I who live. But Christ lives in me. You see, Christ is my form, and I'm going to be crucified like him. And the life which I now live, I live by faith in the Son of God. You see, there's the form. In Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6, it says, But without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he that comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. God has laid forth a form or a pattern to being saved, and living a godly life. He has showed us how to do this. In First Timothy chapter 3, verses 14 and 15, the Bible says, but if I am delayed, Paul talking to the young gospel preacher, Timothy, I write so that you may know how to conduct yourself in the house of God, which is the church, the pillar, and the ground of the truth. And so we see why Paul wrote he wrote to give us a form so that we would know how to conduct ourselves in the house of God. there is a form or a pattern to being saved and living a godly life in First Timothy chapter five, verses twelve through sixteen, it says, "Let no one despise your youth, but be an example to the believers." In word, in conduct, in love, in spirit, in faith, in purity, till I come, give attention to reading, to exhortation, and to doctrine. Notice Paul told Timothy, there's a form or there's a pattern. You are to be an example to the believers. Follow the proper form. If we look at something that's very similar over in Titus, notice what Paul told Titus. In Titus chapter 2, verses 1 through 10. But as for you, speak the things which are proper for sound doctrine, that the older men be sober, reverent, temperate, sound in faith, in love, in patience, the older women likewise, that they be reverent in behavior, not slanders, not given to much wine, teachers of good things, that they admonish the young women to love their husbands, to love their children, to be discreet, chaste, homemakers, good, obedient to their own husbands, that the word of God may may not be blasphemed. Likewise, exhort the young men to be sober minded in all things, showing yourself to be a pattern of good works in doctrine, showing integrity, reverence, incorruptibility, sound speech that cannot be condemned, that one who is an opponent may be ashamed, having nothing evil to say of you. Exhort bondservants to be obedient to their own masters, to be well pleasing in all things, not answering back, not pilfering, not showing, but showing all good fidelity that they may adorn the doctrine of God, our Savior, in all things. So, as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. So, As we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting our website, BibleWayMedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts on all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.